Hey guys, welcome back to the Ikecast. This is Chris, and I'm with my co-host as always, Ike. Hey guys, welcome back. All right, Thank so you this for is joining us. yeah. So this is our parts th- uh, four through seven of uh, the Snyder Cut or Zack Snyder's Justice League released on HBO we're, Max. Yeah. yeah, where part seven is the epilogue, so yeah. it's technically four through six plus epilogue. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, this is our beginning part, uh, our, our part four, sort of like getting off of part three, we were in this better sort of place where we're, you know, getting the other characters, getting, mm-hmm. you know, cyborg-centric stuff, getting Flash-centric stuff, getting a little bit of Aquaman, where we had him earlier, but here, in part four, um, we're in a completely different uh, game. Yeah, right? right. Part four, we're seeing the merging of all of the, of the heroes. Right? Yeah, coming yeah. together, so to speak. Yeah, so part four, titled Change Machine, really is like the start where the heroes have to reluctantly come together. Right. Right? Um, they have, you know, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, you know, unlocked. Flat, you know, Cyborg comes in going like, hey, all right, fine, I can help you out here. Right, because um, his dad was taken exactly. by the parademons, you know, right? He, ha- he has some stakes now. He's got some stakes, right? And um, in part three, we saw um, where Arthur Curry, Aquaman, was told by Mira that it's his responsibility to go to the surface mm-hmm. and, you know, fight. Uh, if his mother, Queen Alana, was uh, was around, she would have had to have done it. But now, as her, as the heir to her, as the heir apparent, even though he's not king. Um, it's his responsibility. Very right? much so. so. So you see, you know, the reluctant um, Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman, uh, and, you know, having to rise to that challenge where he he needs to do this. You have Cyborg who's like, okay, I'm a lone, I'm a lone wolf, but in this, I can't be because they've taken my dad, right? And... Um, you have the the trifecta of Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And with all these guys coming together, we we, we come to this point where now they they have to investigate some of the threats that are coming around. They know Steppenwolf is around. They know that it's come. So they now need to investigate. Cyborg's able to lead them to a spot where the prisoners might be. And there they get into their first real direct fight against Steppenwolf. Right? right, and it really is like a fight where they're not really prepared for it, but they they go in it with their all, and everyone has their sort of moment to shine. Right, yeah, and um, so this, you know, this particular scene or this particular coming together was in the theatrical cut, but it was not in the same vein. I think the this one this uh, sequence was uh, longer, and uh, individually you were able to see them all, you know, really shine and come together, right? Which you really couldn't. Um, I think in the theatrical, focus was more Batman and Wonder Woman. Um, in this one, you see um, Flash and Cyborg, uh, more of what they're doing. And even in the end, you know, when Aquaman showed up, I mean, we didn't see, you know, when Wonder Woman's um, in the tunnel and she's looking at the water coming in, she sees the image of him through the water, which you didn't have in the theatrical cut. Like, there's those little details that, you know, Zack Snyder has in his version, uh, which I think enhances the story. Very much so. And on top of that, um, very much compared to the, the theatrical version, Cyborg and Flash are pretty much cut out. And in here, yeah. I mean, there's this one great Flash sequence where he has to stop a whole bunch of falling debris yeah and he goes so fast it's like it's like a series of flash images it's amazing um and yeah and cyborg is also given a role and and, you know there's a point where he's trying to save his dad and there's you can see the emotional start they have emotional moments to pause for that um on top of that batman and wonder woman do their thing you know they go into the night crawler we see the the you know the aquaman sort of sequence but with more greater detail right Right. And then on top of this, we get like sort of like the team pseudo together. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, but right after this scene, like when Steppenwolf sort of retreats, we get this cool moment where Steppenwolf 
sort of like speaks to the boxes that he has right. in his possession, right? And there he gets into like the same sort of movement as the dark side sections in the previous history lesson in part two age of heroes and then he hits the ground and that same omega symbol appears and then he 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 talks to um Desaad, you know saying that he's yeah. found anti-life right and that um oh, and this is where we learn that um earth contains the anti-life equation it, it's embedded in its crest i guess um it's not something separate and this is the and we also find that Darkseid has been looking for Earth for the last five thousand years. He's destroyed yeah, hundred thousand yeah. worlds just to find this and just by chance Stefan Wolf finds it and lands on it and finds it. Exactly. It's it's one of those things that's like among the trillions of worlds, right, we just got lost. Right. right. And and, and Darkseid's been trying to find it. And Steppenwolf just happens across it when, when, you know, drawn by the mother boxes, right? He finds out that anti-life's here, and then he, he tells Dasad, and Dasad brings Darkseid, and then Darkseid, you know, is like, I can't believe it's you're the one who finds it, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he goes, like, yeah, he goes like, all right, <laughs> fix it. It goes like, if you want redemption, right. you know, you know, get the mother boxes, cause the unity, you know, complete the synchronization, and then... Well, uh, I will and, come. Yeah, then I will come and, and claim it, right? And it's like, there it is. That's his motivation. He does this. He gets out. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And yeah, that dark side sequence was amazing, though. Oh, my God. I I, love that it speech. was. I agree with you. It was really amazing. Um, I, again, I love the way, um, you know, they use the obelisk as a communication device. And, uh, you know, and, the, and then the characters coming through. In 3D, I think that's like amazing. It's such a great visual. Yeah. You know, in the backdrop of this um, this uh, uh, nuclear reactor. Yeah, I mean, because the normal thing would be is like a hologram or something, right? Like this is yeah, this is like a hologram except cooler, like more metal. Um, yeah. But all right, and so yeah, because it melts, it melts into the images, right? Yeah. And you have this like. The lava fire The lava fire. fire. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. And it adds to the element that, uh, you know, dark side is this like big bad. Yeah, very apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. And so. Uh, and it would be because he, his planet is apocalypse. Exactly. And then continuing on, the team, you know, assembles at the Wayne Aerospace Hangar you know, and they come together. Victor explains his connection to the mother box, his, his history with it. And then uh, further, Victor shows that, like, they essentially all come to the conclusion that Superman needs to come back, right? Right. And, th right. and that the way to do it is through the mother box. Yeah. Because, again, as Victor explains it, the mother box, it, you know, doesn't believe, it doesn't, it doesn't recognize good versus bad, you know, good or evil, uh, right or wrong. It just... What it does, what it is, is it it helps to transform and change, right? I think it's it, the box is like a changeling, really. It changes matter. Yeah, so, as as per the title of this part, change machine. Right, change machine. Right. The, well, there's the connection. I, yeah. I you know I was thinking the change machine was uh, was uh, Victor uh, Cyborg, but no, yeah. it's actually the. The, the mother boxes, right? Yeah. The boxes. They they can change, so they can change the way Victor explained it. Was like you know um, when a house when a house is caught on, uh, is on fire, um, the fire changes to smoke, right? And as you know, Bruce or Batman, um, you know, takes it one step further and says, and if you you know, so the box what it does is it's able to take the smoke. And bring it back into a house. Yeah. And that's when they're like, you got everybody's thinking the same thing. There's some hesitancy there because they don't know a whole lot, but it is possible. This is where the thought of this is where the, you know they're showing us how they came to the conclusion that the mother box is you know can be used to bring back the undead. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And they're gonna use it to bring back Superman. And then, in a small little aside scene, we get go back to Lois, and she's being visited by Martha Kent, 
Right. You know, and essentially the scene is just trying to get Lois to come back to the world, get out of her grief, you know, and deal with, you know, just deal with it all. Um, and then as Martha leaves, we find out Martha is secretly the Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, which, oh my gosh. I, so that I did not see coming the first time. Obviously, I'm seeing it for the second time, right? Uh, we're watching it and we're breaking it down. Um, but I loved that they brought him. Right, because that's what a Martian Manhunter he can change his appearance to whoever or whatever he wants, and you see him, you know, trying to and it, it trying to bring Lois out of her shell that she's gone into, and it makes sense because if you think about it, in Man of Steel and BVS, Lois does have a relation. The relationship began in Man of Steel, yeah. but I think further developed in BVS, Lois yeah, with, does with, have with General Swanwick, who is Martian yeah. Manhunter, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. So, yeah, that that re- that revelation is great. I love I love everything about it. Um, and then yeah, so we we get towards the end. They decide that you know there's no, the Justice League is six, not five, and they need to bring him back. And then we head yeah. our way into uh, you know ch- uh, part five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so that was a you know it seemed like you know there wasn't a lot going on, but there definitely was. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're seeing more of what Flash can do, and each, I, you know, Chris. Every time I see Flash, I, you know, why we see, we see his abilities develop a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, very much. I think like that, he's constantly pushing that envelope of yeah. what he can or can't do. I mean, this is the I think the the part of the movie that has a lot of similarity with the the other with the theatrical cut. It's just mm-hmm. a little bit longer, having a little bit more extra the scenes involved. Um, and then, of course, the, the the big the big huge revelations being you know Dark Side um, and his interaction with Steppenwolf, you know how he wants all of existence to be his. Um, you know, moving f- forward with that, we have the, the 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 team coming together, fighting Steppenwolf, determining that they need to bring back Superman, and then the Martian Manhunter revelation. All of these things are like that's like what the this chapter really like holds into it it's a really good little piece of chapter getting towards you know really like the the end of the movie from like i think from five onwards we're in the home stretch yeah because now now they've determined they do have to um bring uh superman clark Kent, superman back right but you know, they're all. I, the thing is that you know you you are left with that. Um, not everybody's on board because again, they don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to have the Superman that left them, or is it going to be something else? They've you know they clearly say you know they 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 don't have the knowledge of the Kryptonian uh, physiology and yeah. you know how that's going to impact. I mean, any but resurrection. Unlike, unlike like the theatrical cut and that that scene where they are resolved to bring Superman back. They're not like debating it like crazy. They're not like you know what happens if this. There's no pet cemetery jokes, none of that. They're resolved. It's like we need to bring him back, and that's going to be important yeah. for part for part five, and and some of the the revelations to come there. And I really want to go deep into that. So I think this is a good enough place to um, to to sort of end it. It's a little bit shorter, but this was a, a little bit more of a straightforward chapter. It's the next ones where things are going a little bit crazy. Yeah, and I just want to end off with, uh, Chris, that, um, you know, one of the biggest things, um, and we might have mentioned it in, you know, in our previous um, three-chapter discussions, but, you know, there is humor, but it's not, it's, you know, it's it's not like forced humor, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't see, you know, Batman, Wonder Woman, talking about pet cemetery hangover, right? Like, it's just that, I, I don't know, it, that type of humor just does not work with these characters. Um, so yeah. you can you can clearly tell, like, you can have humor. There's different types of humor. And the humor that Whedon brought out just was not in sync with the characters. No, not at all. Yeah. And, yeah, so let's uh, end it here. And, guys, uh, let's go on to... Part five, All the King's Horses. All right. Sounds good. See you guys. And we're back from uh, part uh, four into part five. Yeah. So, yes, part five, 
all the king's horses. I mean, this part is a very straightforward one because it's it's sort of the most like in terms of the pacing like straightforward from beginning to end leading to one sort of like it's just like one plot through point right you don't have the different storylines diverging into one it's just now it now we're into the main part of it which is the resurrection of superman yeah so the team is together they're you know they're digging him up i mean there's this great little sequence in this where uh, Arthur Curry gives like a, an old Atlantean sort of uh, idiom, right? And right. Um, Wonder Woman sort of reflects it, you know, saying that they have their own... Uh, like well, they say they have the same... Yeah, she yeah. said that yeah, they have the same one, right? Yeah. You know, just connection of their, old, of their, of their two uh, races, right? How close they, right. they, they were in the past. But, you know, it's like... <clears throat> you, and you, I think there's a story there in terms of what caused the the you know the separation or the discord between the two races right yeah i mean there's definitely a story there about like the past and and more importantly about how like you gotta let the old grudges go um and so yeah it, we we have like the team you know dig up superman realizing the you know just the the weirdness of it all and then yeah they they move into their mission right which is to go into the, the the genesis chamber of the the kryptonian scout ship that crashed in metropolis uh since man of steel i thought that was a really interesting sequence because you see an additional um part of the nightmare that I mean, we don't see i mean the whole right? time the whole time the the kryptonian ship is just saying this is not a recommended course of action do not do this like stop this is irreversible Right, like they're like the Kryptonian scout ship is is trying to warn them the whole time, and then it gives Vi uh, Victor a vision, right, of things yeah. to come. And by God, this is like the nightmare that we were talking about. I mean, like Cyborg like gets gets in there, and then he sees, you know, like <clears throat> he sees like the 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 unity occur and the synchronization destroy the planet. He sees yeah. the death of Wonder Woman. Right, yeah. he sees the death of Aquaman. He sees the corruption of Superman, and in the corruption of Superman scene, you see like Superman over the Hall of Justice that's crumbled down. There's a Green Lantern in the scene, who's right. dead. Like there's a like all of it. It's like it's the dark timeline, right? Like it's it's all over. And then when he snaps out of this, Victor just says no, and Barry mistakes it as wait go, and then he he jumps into it, right? Yeah. Yes, and you know me and Bones were uh, we're like quickly discussing that because Bones is like, does he say no to don't do it or is he saying no to everything? And I'm like, he's saying no to everything. He's like, Barry, don't do it. No to the you know future. And it's really interesting because um, did you catch it when Barry, um, you know, hits the touches the cube and it resurrects superman you've got the you've got the um scout ship. Uh, the scout ship saying that the future has now been set to the present yeah the, the future is now rooted in the present yeah right now uh, it's now rooted in the present right right and, and that that me that clearly shows like the nightmare visions that we see through you know batman and through um through cyborg the and now the the pieces are set yeah the, I, you know, I mean, that's gonna happen it's a foreshadowing yeah it's a foreshadowing but the reality is is like that at this moment like bringing him back it's now yeah. too it's now too late right it's right. like the, the nightmare is coming you know there the, that future that cyborg saw the nightmare that 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 bruce witnessed before is coming something darker is coming um right. a little hint for something in the future um and so yeah in, in all the king's horses they they do it like the, the the future this dark future is now set whether they like it or not and mm -hmm. we see superman wake up and this is similar to the the whedon thing um right so see i think here whedon used snyder's footage right mm -hmm. he may have superimposed his own coloring in it but for the most part he used whedon uh, he used snyder's original cut yeah Although we see, you know, more of the interactions between the other heroes, right? Um, 
Aquaman and Flash where you know Flash like inadvertently runs into him when he's about to attack Superman from the back from behind try to you know slow him down or take him out and Barry runs into him and at the end you hear him all you know you he sees the, and this is you know the, the little bit of comedy where he's like you just like effed things up right back there he's like look I'm sorry I did do it on purpose yeah I mean that Trident theoretically could yeah. be able to stab through Superman so uh yeah i mean he messed it up and yeah it's it's this it's that similar moment he goes to actually murder uh batman but as set up early in the film lois who's been consistently showing up to the site showed up again and then he was able to calm him down and that got him out of there meanwhile unlike the original uh theatrical cut where it just automatically the mother box is taken by steppenwolf and it's over right here it's like now we have this actual chase sequence where silas stone takes it he takes it to a chamber he you know we don't know what he's trying to do and um cyborg has to watch his father die and then he then comes and then steppenwolf takes the the, the box and cyborg comes to this horrible realization that his father uh marked the box so that they were be able to find it like he knew that they were going to lose in this fight yeah, in the theatrical release, wasn't it that Aquaman through the currents and the fishes was able to determine where it was? Yeah, it's some weird or stuff. Or some, some like, you know, craziness. This one makes more sense, right? It's you heat the inner core, so it's the hottest thing on the planet, making it easier for you to locate it. Yeah. So um, I definitely like <laughs> this logic over... The it was the currents that told us. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So we. So Superman is um, is now alive, but we don't know what he is really. Um. It didn't seem like he remembered himself, and uh, you know when. Diana of Wonder Woman was telling him to remember where he came from. He started to connect it, but obviously she wasn't able to. Yeah. Uh, the lasso wasn't able to use its full powers on him. I mean, we're going to see as thing goes on. I mean, I have theories, but he's definitely changed in this ordeal. And while, you know, Lois brings out the best in him, his confusion showed that there's also aspects that can bring out his absolute worst now. And Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he doesn't have his father. Um, it, it's going to take him a while to remember everything about his father. Right. Yeah. His, yeah. Just everything about himself. It's slowly coming around and he's getting there but it shows that that fundamentally is lois is his key like they like they'll mention yeah but um yeah she's his anchor exactly and so yeah i mean the sequence was a very straightforward because the mission was clear the outcome of the mission what would happen afterwards all these were very very clear encounters uh of what was going to occur with these characters yeah you know one thing i want to bring up um chris which i haven't in the previous parts of discussions uh which and i've wanted to and I keep on forgetting is <coughs> excuse me um stefan wolf's armor it looks and feels like it's a living breathing armor right like it it reacts and moves almost as its own so it's i always i almost feel like a stefan wolf's armor itself is its own character within a character or on top of a character i don't know if you got that sense but yeah it does just to, i thought it was like yeah jittery sort of thing yeah i thought it was i think it was cool um the way they they created it now um in terms of you know uh we weren't going to do this a lot but just comparing it to whedon this was a larger sequence longer sequence but um, it's, again, it's the pieces that you need, right? It's uh, the pieces that you need to put it together so it doesn't seem so disjointed. You know that some, they had to go get Clark's body, right? It was into mission just of two. The four of them had gone. Um, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Cyborg. They brought it back, and they have their own side, like, little conversations. I like the fact, you know, when Flash was like, do you think she'd ever date a younger man? And he's like, we're all younger, dude. He's, she's, like, over five. She's, like, 5,000. <laughs> no man is, like, older than her. I mean, the other part that I really liked, especially in the sequence, was when um, 
uh, like flashes has to go into the, the facility, bring them all inside of the truck. He's wearing military uniform, right? And he pulls up like one of the hats. He's like, all right, option A or B. And Aquaman goes like, nah, man, not A, right? He goes like, all right, all right how about B? He goes like, all right, let me see A again. <laughs> right. I thought that was good too, you know what? Uh, and in fact, it was like, he's, yeah, that's that's cute. He's humoring him, right? Yeah. And again, Barry Allen has said he doesn't have friends. He needs friends. And you're seeing like he's starting to make that connection with yeah, them. It's I mean, something that friends would do, right? Fundamentally, the, the, the two people who really didn't want to be here initially was you know a cyborg and aquaman and aquaman the cyborg has really sort of found his sort of like thing in the group like yeah. by helping them out but and aquaman is here by duty but he's starting to sort of gel with the group a little bit better yeah um right. and we're gonna see a little bit more of that but yeah so all things considered this I, was and a, I, yeah and i like the way aquaman, aquaman will say i told you guys this was a bad idea this is not good like he's yeah. there like okay guys this is so not gonna work out the way we think it is like, yeah he's stop he's very pessimistic among the group and and, and he sort of kind of gets it right but yeah um yeah. yeah this was in terms of a chapter like this part five was all about reaching its its end goal of bringing superman back and then once they got him back it was trying to stop steppenwolf steppenwolf finally gets his third box and now that you know He's ready the unity for it. has begun. Yeah, exactly. Right, he's ready for it. Yeah. You know, um, the other thing um, I liked was uh, or enjoyed watching was when they come into the Batcave, right? And Alfred's there. And <laughs> I, I think Jeremy Irons, whenever he's on screen, he steals the show. So um, I think that is actually in the next part. Oh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. So, all right. Um, okay, then let's stop here and let's go talk about the next one. See, this is what happens when the part six doesn't come up. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's get into part six. Something darker. All right, guys. Okay. All right. And we're back. Part six. Something darker. All right. We just finished watching uh, part six, and uh, we're gonna say this is sort of like the end of the movie. This is like where the movie was sort of leading up to. This is our big final fight. And it starts off with a slower moment by dealing with Clark Kent and his aftermath of waking up, you know, and dealing with the fact that now he's awake, right? Right. Um, yeah, and it's a normal enough scene, right? Like, it's 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 not, it's definitely not at all what we got in the previous one because there's none of that freaky, you know, Clark Kent lip thing going on. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's him just coming to terms with who he was and slowly coming out what what the really cool part is what you alluded to earlier which is the uh the league coming to the bat cave and all of them just going oh wow cool you know and <laughs> alfred going like, oh, god damn i gotta get the tea right <laughs> yeah do i even have cups for company is yeah. more the point right exactly it's um like, I, I, we never planned for this contingency <laughs> right uh, batman actually having friends come over yeah <laughs> right like having a play date with the other superheroes it yeah. wasn't even ever in the cards um yeah it was it was good like um there was a lot of you know you see where Aquaman is starting to bond with yeah. the team yeah right like what's up with Vickers, he, he okay? right because yeah, is, is he okay and flash is like hey i thought you didn't care and he's like no i care yeah i never said that <laughs> Yeah, right. So that was interesting. Um, you know, and even um, Bruce Wayne slash Batman, you know, he's like looking at Barry and wondering like, okay, what what did the nightmare scene mean that he had, right? Yeah, the nightmare he that like, he I, had, like, I, I had that, you know, premonition or dream with him, right? And like Lois was the key and, you know, Diana says, yeah, obviously Lois is the key to Superman. It's Everyone has one. And, and, then, and he's like, no, I think it's something much darker than that. Yeah. And that, again, is foreshadowing um, the role that Lois Lane quite possibly could be made, could make in um, the continuing of Superman being on the right side or going all yeah. evil. Yeah, it's like the warning is something darker, which is allusion to this chapter. And, yeah, so they, they get their little hook. They know where, where he's going and... Uh, cyborg fixes up the plane for them to get off right uh steppenwolf initiate. yeah yeah i like that i like that payoff where he's like she wants to fly 
and I could fix her. And they're yeah. like, really? Like, you can talk to planes now? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but he's like the techno god, right? And so... Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and so, <clears throat> you know, like, Stark side... Sorry, uh, Steppenwolf initiates the unity, and you feel it, the synchronization everywhere. Everyone feels it all at once. Like, okay, it's happening. Yeah, right? the mascara, they see it. Um, the Atlanteans feel it. And... Um, um, Alfred sees it, right? He sees it in yeah. the in the bag this like this um, light that's happening. Yeah, and they they formulate their plan. All right, the plan very simple: is just rack step and wolf get in, separate the mother boxes and the unity. And yeah, it's like the first time they're really all together. Meanwhile, Superman returns to his scout ship to go through and you know look at all the previous suits, and he picks not the the colored suit, but the black and silver one. Right. And um, just, you know, uh, just if we could talk quickly about Superman. I mean, he he recognizes, you know, when he's uh, with his mom and Lois that, you know, there's a reason why they wanted him back. Okay. There's a reason why they've brought him back and he needs to find out that because they wouldn't have done it unless they were in. They absolutely needed him because nobody else could do it. Um, and so that's a, you know, that's a, I, for me, it's like, you know, I, it's a reversion back to the Superman that we know, who's like, okay, what's my purpose sort of thing. And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it's like, you know, we're seeing parts of the old Clark coming back by yeah, him recognizing this. Very much. And like you hear Jor-El and, and, and Jonathan Kent's um, like sort of dialogue inter interplayed between them both and 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 they both it, a part of the superman sort of arc that ha, that's been going on throughout all these movies is 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 which father to listen to right mm -hmm. because one of his fathers wanted him to hide the you know the other one of his fathers wanted him to to show himself to the world and he always had to struggle between that because of how the world perceives him and everything but now it goes like you're you have a second chance you're back you know, it's like fly. The world's ready. It's time, right? Both right. of his fathers are, are pushing him to the to this, you know, bigger future. And he's like, and he's like, he's ready. And then he, you know, he he flies off in his new black suit, goes into the sun, does that nice T pose that we know Zack Snyder loves doing for uh, Superman. And and we did see it in Wonder Woman too. Yeah. Uh, when um, you know, when she was fighting Gary's, she had the same pose. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. They, they love doing this sort of T pose thing, and yeah, what we get from here on out is like, all right, Superman is about to get ready to fight. Everyone, you know, trains up. Batman instead of doing that weird suicide mission like you tried to do in you know Justice League, goes like, you guys know the plan. He goes in to destroy the defenses, and then the rest of the team joins up, right? Right. Um and. You know, like he's very effective and like. Well, okay, so I, I I'm, I'm gonna digress from you just slightly there because yeah, it's everybody knows what the plan is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's for him to take down the tower, and the shield, right, around the the compound. But I think he was still like, you guys need to go in there and, you know, start doing what we need to and separate the mother boxes, right? He was, I think he was continuing to do it on his own. But it's when he crashes, right? It's um, he's crashed. That's that's when they're like, okay, we got to go in before, before yeah. ahead of plan, right? Yeah. yeah, I think his job was always distraction, and then they come in to help him like mop up, and then you know yeah. he jumps around. To, like they really help up with the, the the mop up stuff. You see a lot of small yeah. cyborg action, and they they go like and like unlike the last time, you know, in the previous cut. Flash actually has a purpose. They're like, all right, Flash, you need to charge up to get enough power to help Victor yeah. to open up these boxes instead of like, hey, do whatever Russian side quest so that you can help this quick family out for a joke that we can have later with Superman, right? Um, right. Yeah, no, it's like, no, we need you to charge up, get ready for when, when we're going to go. Oh, wow. You know what, Chris? I completely forgot about that whole... <laughs> flash sequence from theatrical because this one just superimposes and makes so much sense everybody has a purpose yeah. right and his purpose wasn't flash is, i think flash was not used properly um in the theatrical where he's you know getting people out like do you know what i mean it's 
they're, they've got the bigger threat. They're all of them are working towards getting um, rid of the bigger threat. Yeah, right? the, the goal is is straight across on all of them. And uh, yeah, then we get into the fight with Steppenwolf, and the goal is just to hold him back. And you know, the the hard part that they're having is that they're having they're they're trying so bad to hold him back, but you know, Cyborg doesn't have enough time to 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 start the you know the to end the synchronization. Up until boom, Superman comes into the scene and just starts wrecking shop. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, go ahead. And even then, I was yeah we and that was. That was actually one of the best where he he comes in just as, you know, um, Stephen Wolf is about to take off uh, or take off or, or, you know, annihilate Cyborg. And he hits uh, Superman's uh, shoulder and he's like, I'm not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he, he starts attacking this dude. He like lasers his horn off. Right, like yeah. he gets real deep and like like wrecking Steppenwolf, and they're like, "All right, we're ready," but Barry gets hurt, like in the trying to wait for the right moment, and Barry gets hurt significantly, where he's like out of time, and then it happens, right? Like no matter right. like like the boom tube opens behind them, Darkseid shows his face, the unity and the synchronization occurs, and they lose. Oh my god, they lose, and the image that they show is the image that um i don't know if you caught it was the image that cyborg first saw when he connected to the mothership yeah very much so yeah 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 it's that's the that's the future that yeah the the future is playing out like was like was shown right right um you know these events occurred whether or not cyborg will remember them or anyone will remember them but flash will the events occurred they lost the the synchronization the thing you know it it happened just like the rest of things will happen even though people will forget them right because the intention is for flash to fix them in the future but these events are going to happen the future is locked it's coming and but we see flash like you know quote his father's words as the best being the best of the best right making it you know it's like making his own future by making his own past right and realizing that the future and the past it's all right now and then yeah he he runs he he reverses time he saves the league he gets cyborg in and then cyborg does the hard part of rejecting the the falseness of what's inside the boxes splitting them you know and then you see like you know like the the old god magara inside of them right right like like he's winning and then he gets superman's help to to break him and then they stop the synchro you know like this entire sequence i i have only one question why the hell was this not in the original movie yeah i agree with you why wasn't it in the original movie i'll tell you why because somebody who was brought in to finish it was like no i want to do my own stuff yeah but this was so much cooler and then on top of that they wrecked steppenwolf they like they decapitate him throw it get get give his body and and head back to to, to dark side and dark side just like okay all right i guess this is how we're gonna do it and then right then he's like we're gonna we're gonna invade old school yeah it's like that we're means, going the old ways yeah it's, we're going the old way because he goes like with, it's like it's it's found it's like anti-life has been found we're not going to lose it now we're going we're going to take it and so yeah it's in the old ways we might have like one or two movies or a whole bunch of movies in between because it'll take them a while to get here but they're coming and yeah dark side is 100 percent. he's waiting for his whole thing the team has successfully won and yeah uh that's like that you know it's it's interesting the um i don't know if we touched up on it but uh, the the visions that uh, Cyborg had. I mean, one of them was of uh, we saw a, a lantern that's being killed, right? We yeah. see uh, Superman with the, with his red eyes, laser beam eyes, and um, a cowl in his hand, uh, and you see, you know, behind him the just how um, Earth has, you know, a scorched Earth right behind him, and the the Justice League. Um, you know, building in uh, in crumbles, right? Yeah. So you see all of that, and that again is, it's a future that possibly may, maybe coming. I think we for don't the know, I right? think for the the purposes of the film, the reality is is the nightmare, this dark future that Cyborg has seen, their inevitabilities now, and 
and because of this it, it's like everything that they're going to do is going to ensure that this future exists and then after that what like all we've seen is that this future will occur we don't know like what they're allowed to do afterwards so the dark future is coming but they still have an option to change it because mm -hmm. to make your own future you have to make your own past and so definitely i'm, I'm excited for a flash movie after this i want to see you know like what the flash movie tries to like pull off as well yeah. and so yeah part six i mean was amazing i mean part six well yeah, when you saw, well, I think parts, uh, Flash is going to, uh, it's going to be the Flashpoint, right? But you see it happening, right? So you see it when they're resurrecting Superman, right? When Barry's like coming close to hitting the cube, the cube had already gone in, the mother box had gone in, but as Barry gets closer, it bounces back up and then he touches it so you see like a reverse small reverse of time and then you look and now and now when he's you know when after he got hurt and he goes to the you know the the, the things that his father told him you're the best of the best right you make your own future and he gets into you see him entering into the speed force and entering in the speed force he's also uh, moving back time yeah right so you see him like move back time until that point in time just before the boxes you there's a unity of the mother boxes and he touches vector allowing him to go in and do what he needs to i think that again is you know barry is learning that if he and you know if he's if he's able to pick up x amount of speed then he may be able to change the past and for him the past is his father not going into jail and his mother being alive yeah uh, definitely there's going to be like the flashpoint is coming for his film i have no doubt and i i'm excited by you know like what they showed here and i just hope that these other directors really look at this and like they're this is what we want to show this is the level of cool this is what Zack Snyder has set up for us this this you know these heroes and as they are but yeah from here on out like uh this is like we, we like they succeeded but we still have 20 minutes left and right. so now it's time for the epilogue uh the, the, yeah before we get into the epilogue if I can just say Chris um that I, I think Wonder Woman Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman was able to do that right Give us a good, concise storyline. Um, Aquaman, his character is not always a serious character, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think the Aquaman movie, you know, was really good and it balanced and, you know, really brought out his his story. Yeah, and his on origin top of that, story. It, really, it really fleshed out Atlantis, the Atlanteans, made it a lot more colorful. You know, and brought it. It brought this sort of interesting version of of the DC universe into into form. Well, you know, this other world that we didn't know about because we have this sepia color world of of the Amazons. We have the dark world of man, and now we have like this colorful world of uh, of of um, Atlantis. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm liking like the, this worlds of DC thing. I just wish that I I hope that we get more. And uh, what can I say? Like, yeah, and, this is um, this is like the end of the movie. I'm going to say it once more after this, but man, restore that goddamn Snyderverse. I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. And then on that, uh, well, on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to um, end this chapter, and we're going to go into the epilogue, and we will be right back. Yep. See you guys. And we're back with the final part of this entire Snyder Cut saga. By God, all right, we finished the epilogue A Father Twice Over. Yes, and what a long day. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a whole day affair for, for us uh, in many respects. But yeah, I mean, this is the, like, this was it. Like, this was the last bit. This was the one with the most amount of changes, with the most amount of, like, like, of the things that were actually newly filmed for this cut, they exist here. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have this, um, like, this great moment where where it's like, the, 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 this, this epilogue can really be split into three parts, if I'm being, yeah. being very honest, right? It's, yep, you know, very much like part one is like, like, 
uh, character epilogues. What each character is sort of like, all right, now what are, what are they doing yeah, afterwards? What's going on with them? It's they're, it's almost being set up for um, their next, the next movies, so to speak, right? Yeah, so yeah. Aquaman we already have, right? Because we have the Aquaman movie Yeah. as a result. Yeah. Um, he He's like, you know, I, I got to go talk to my dad. But he, you know, there's Volko and Mira and he... You know, he's made the decision that, you know, he is going to go in back to um, Atlantis, right? And fight for his throne, so to speak. So there's that. So it sort of sets the stage for Aquaman the movie. Um, I think, obviously, you know, they probably, you know, made some changes for the movie. Yeah. Uh, based on just, you know, what we, what direction we were thinking it was going into and what it um it actually came up to to being so that was that one um we've got the setup for barry's movie right yeah. the flash uh, uh he's flash got the job got, yeah, yeah Flash got a nice little send off <coughs> right you know um clark and superman are doing their thing wonder woman's looking out over the horizon very right. much like you know to her future the wonder the the so can we speculate a little bit about Wonder Woman? I think you know her next one should be her journey back to her people. Yeah, I mean, so that was the idea for the next Justice League movie after this one, where was to really get her back to her people. But with the with the release of Wonder Woman eighty four and sort of like the revelation of the character of Asteria, I see that as being the vector to bring Wonder Woman back to Themyscira, you know, with the help of someone ancient like Asteria, the original Wonder Woman, right? Right. Um, and so I, I I, think that there's definitely that possibility in there. Uh, right. But yeah, and then we see, yeah, it's, it's these sort of like character finale moments. And then the second bit is really um, the Lex Luthor Deathstroke stuff. Yes. Right? We Which is make... slightly different from the theatrical release. Yeah, it's 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 mostly the same. It's we stuff that we've seen slightly, mm -hmm. but you know a few dialogue changes. Mainly that instead right. of like Lex Luthor saying, "Let's create a league of our own," right, and then everyone gets confused. What do you mean, like the movie with Tom Hanks? <laughs> um, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, instead, he goes like, "All right, if you want to take out the Batman, here's some good information. It's Bruce Wayne, right?" And it's like, okay, and this is just supposed to lead into the the. Ben Affleck, you know, Batman film that we were supposed to get before he sort of quit the project. Um, right. And then we get the wholly new, completely newly reshot scene. Newly, not even reshot, new shot scenes. Weren't part of the original cut. And we got like a whole list of like cool stuff. This is a continuation of the Nightmare. We see the Nightmare Batman. We see now also addition Nightmare. Flash, um, Cyborg, Mira, Deathstroke, right? Right. Who, who is absent is Aquaman. We find out that um, Superman's killed him. We do not know what has happened to Wonder Woman. We can only assume, or at least I assume, it's that, you know what, she was taken out and, you know, Cyborg's vision has come to pass. Yeah, very much. I right? think all the things that Cyborg has seen are now officially true. And Right. Yeah, and this is a continuation. But then we get like that great moment where then the Joker's there, right? Right. Oh and, my God. And can I say, Jared Leto nails it. I oh, he kills it. He, yeah, he kills it. Absolutely kills it. You know, I he's very I. I think he's an underrated actor. So do you know of, what I mean? One of the things that we don't but, get in terms of like the Joker dynamic with Batman is mm -hmm. always, other than Jared Leto, right? There has been no other Joker who's been Joker for more than one cinematic appearance. Really? No other cinematic Joker has ever come back for more than one, right? Jack Nicholson's right. only okay. been yep. one. Ledger's You're only right. been one, right? So this is the first time we've had another the same Joker again. And then on top of that, this Joker has a long history with Batman. Now even a longer history to the point where... He can make the joke. What are you gonna do? I'm I'm your only friend, and you kind of believe yeah. it, right? Um, right. And then he'll taunt Batman on the fact that he murdered Robin, 
right? Yeah. And Batman like threatens him that he. I mean, the one. I'm gonna start swearing, but it's it's an amazing line where he goes yeah. like, "I was holding Harley Quinn and she was bleeding and dying in my arms, and when and she promised that when I kill you, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you." I was like, "Oh right. damn!" Yeah, yeah. Batman's going there. We're finally. It's like we're at that where it's like Batman's like, "My greatest mistake is this guy," and of course Joker plays off like, "Court, you're not gonna kill me." But then for a moment, he believes it. Right. Okay. So that's when his hand was sort of shaking, right? Like, yeah. you, you, it's like he, that's that moment where he's like, okay, is he really serious? Um, yeah. That, that whole sequence was really good. And yeah. um, I think for, you know, my understanding is they were shot separately. They weren't shot together. Uh, I think, so just yeah, think whatever about COVID how, react- realities yeah. uh, for shooting. But yeah, I mean, th- this this entire sequence was uh, this additional piece of really cool, like storytelling between two characters that we wanted to see, especially these two versions of these characters that we wanted to see together. And right, because you can't have a Batman without a Joker and a Joker without Batman. Yeah, and then we get into like the the real dark timeline, and all of a sudden. You know, Superman shows up, everyone's at final guard, and Bruce wakes up from his nightmare again. <laughs> right? It's, yeah, right. Uh, when I watched it, so, I was like, oh, it's another nightmare. Uh, yeah, so not... let me ask you this. Do you think it's a nightmare nightmare where it's what he thinks is going to happen? Or do you think it's uh, actually a premonition? I think it's a premonition. I think whatever Flash gave him back in the day is just filtering through slowly. Um, yeah. And his subconscious. Yeah. And he wakes up to the... To the fear. Yeah. And then, of course, the Martian Manhunter shows up to, you know, add one more to the league before the movie ends. So it's seven yeah. and not six. Uh, and yeah, he and he goes, like, yeah, the anti-life equation is still a problem. Dark side still an issue. We need to get ahead of this quick. And yeah, I have a reason to fight like the rest of us. And thank you, Bruce, for bringing us all together. It's it's just, it's the sort of ending right. movie. Right. Well, but I like Bruce's reaction. He's sort of like, and who are you? <laughs> like, okay, but who are you? <laughs> like, Yeah, he wakes up going like, it's really early. And we kind of solved one thing already. Are you telling me there's more problems? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, like, gosh, I haven't even had my coffee yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're getting me to deal with this, um, but yeah, I, it was great to see. We got two scenes of Martian, Man, uh, Martian Manhunter um, in this um, in Zack Snyder's, which is really cool. Um, and I'm gonna, you know what? Same thing as you, Chris. We need more of the Snyderverse. Yeah, rest- restore the goddamn Snyderverse. I mean, just right here. This was it. This is what I was waiting for. And yeah, I mean, we got it. This is this is the whole thing that we were going for. Yeah, this is what the fans were asking for, right? And thank you. Thank you for doing this for us. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, this is exactly what we wanted. Um, and I mean, they did it so well. I mean, we got all of it. We got... Uh, I mean, this was the full vision from beginning to end. I'm sure we never would have gotten something as this expensive in theaters. And I'm just so happy that we got. No, we it. wouldn't have. But if they had broken it down, we possibly could have. Yeah. Right. Like if they broke it one and two. But I, I don't think that. So, you know, um, Marvel did that right with Infinity War and Endgame. And it shows that, you know, what fans will wait for the payoff. Yeah. Right. But there has to be a payoff. And that's what needs to be done with. Uh, that's what they they need to do. Um, DC needs to do with this is they need to you can you can do or break up a movie, but you have to give the payoffs. Right. The thing is that the character developments that happened here happened within a four hour. They didn't get their own individual two hour origin story. Um, we got the origin stories with the Marvel universe, right? We didn't get it with ours. And we were getting the origin stories after the fact. We got Diana's or Wonder Woman's origin story after BVS, right? We really didn't get Batman's origin story, but everybody knows Batman's origin story, right? Think of Chris Nolan's origin story to some degree, I guess. But we got Man of Steel as his origin story that set this journey 
forward, right? Yeah. And that started off with Zack Snyder. And um, so we get the origin stories after Justice League for Aquaman and for The Flash that we're supposed to get. And right? unfortunately, we, Cyborg is now no longer part of this entire endeavor uh, due to the Ray Fisher drama in the back in the background. Which is like sad, really. I thought Ray Fisher did a really good job as Cyborg. He yeah, I mean, played a what really we good saw cyborg. now, really just... Yeah, and I, you know what? I don't blame him for being pissed. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, okay, so, you know... I mean, when there's a toxic environment and management does not do anything to correct that toxic environment, it's it's a very unpleasant work environment. You, you do you know what I mean? Like you literally hate to go to work. Think about that. Imagine literally hating to go to work. I mean, I I I remember it. It was it was always a very painful. Endeavor because it, you know in the back of your head it was like no matter what you do it still wasn't good enough, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just so the, the more we hear from the behind the scenes, the more just horrible it is, and and yeah, we see like that he was really good in this movie, and then what we got, I mean, fundamentally when it comes down to all of it is what we got in twenty seventeen. It wasn't better than this, and even if you reduce this down to say even three hours, which is possible. Yeah. Right, you'll lose some nuance here and there, but even if you reduce this down to three hours, there are scenes in here which are so integral, which are so amazing, that I have no idea why they weren't used. The all the flash stuff, all the cyborg yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Why these things weren't used? Why? And then when you see how jokey the other one is, like I'm just happy that I'll never have to watch it again. Um, yeah, right. what can I say? I, I don't like to normally give ratings and reviews, right? I But I'll just say this, man. Watch it. Watch it however you like. It parts all at once. Do what you need to. People can binge, you know, TV series. A four-hour little event like this is nothing. So, you guys... Right, but they've, they've also broken it down that if you wanted to take, like, breaks, you can take the breaks, right? It, it's mm -hmm. not like you're forced to sit down for the full four hours, but I agree with you. If you can binge watch, uh, you know, a season, uh, you know, an eight, um, eight episode season, you can do the four hours. Yeah. And so, right? yeah, I mean, this, this was from start to finish everything that Zack Snyder fans wanted. And more importantly, it's just a good movie by itself. And yeah. It, it did everything that we wanted. It was this epic scale thing that we wouldn't get to see normally. But I want to see more of this style of content. I want to see more in this universe. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic by what we got. Um, and all in all, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the only version of the film to me. I absolutely agree with you. Um, very happy with the with the end result, very happy with what we got. Uh, so worth the the effort and the time. Uh, I'm, you know, and yeah, I I know you know people say you either love Zack Snyder stuff or you hate it, right? I, of course, am the camp of I love pretty much all his stuff. I mean, right? I think it's I I think it's not controversial of me to say. But looking at his repertoire of films, I think this might be his best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. I think it is his best. Um, I would agree with you. Although, you know, we are going to get Dawn of the Dead, right, For, in Netflix. <laughs> so I, 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 we are going to get um, his follow-up to his original movie. So that we'll see how that one comes up. But you like zombie movies over uh, more than um, I do. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, this was this is a great movie. I absolutely. Uh, so let me ask you this, Chris. Um, if you had to name one or two defining moments of the movie, which ones would they be? Uh, definitely Flash going back in time and uh, what's it called, Dark Side and Steppenwolf. Okay, so those two would be yours. Um, uh, so the flash going back in time is at the very end, right? In part mm -hmm. six. Yeah. And then okay. uh, Dark Side Seven Wolf, I believe, is in part three or four. But um, yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I loved that that entire sequence with Darkseid and Steppenwolf and Darkseid, like, you know, just his his speech is menacing. He's It's like, this is the, the villain that I wanted. I can see why Steppenwolf is so scared of this guy. And yeah, anti-life, coolest thing ever. I, I'm so happy that they used it. I am too. Uh, I, so for me, um, the Flash, the Flash, um, uh, you know, sequence at the end mm-hmm. in part six, one of my favorite. Um, I had to, you know, what the first time you see it and the second time you see, you see what's happening, right? And you, you, and each time you see it, I mean, you pick up new things, right? I've, I like the Amazon sequence and the very, you know. Um, when it one of to me that was one of the best sequences um when in the theatrical release i like the extended sequence um you know and just the consequences of you know um shutting the gate down with what that meant because we never get an explanation for it and then of course the explanation for how does an arrow survive going through the air and landing in the acropolis right so you get that there's there's some divinity that's involved in there which i thought was great i love that that they explained all of that but but at a large part of it might be because i i really enjoy greek mythology like if if one was at to ask me what what's my favorite mythology greek mythology would be one of my favorite mythologies yeah right um so the fact that wonder woman and they really play into that that's something that i really like some that was one of my um favorite but I have to say, from the very beginning, just the death cry of Superman and the implications, that still gives me, like, goosebumps, right, when I see it. Like, I've seen it twice. The first time, second time, I paid more attention to it because it was like, how many of those, right? So, as you, to me, that was another really, um, really huge scene, and it did set the stage for what we're going to see for the next four hours. Uh, so I thought that was that was good because we were seeing it from that that time. I you know I know Chris you you and me you said to me that we've talked about it. You t- said to me that in BVS you did see it a little bit, but I watched it leading up to um, Zack Snyder's release and I I didn't see it. Um, so it was nice f- for me when the opening sequence, it's you know you you understand you get a better understanding of what triggers the mother boxes to activate yeah and it's the threat to them is gone yeah absolutely and i think that um yeah just all in all like this movie had so many great moments great character stuff and yeah i tried to i made like i i was i asked myself this very simple question what in this sweden cut was better and for the things that matter, nothing. Right, and I'm I'm and I'm gonna go one step further and say those parts of the Whedon theatrical release that were, in my opinion, cool. Turned out those were Snyder's. Yeah. Yeah, all of it, all all of it coming together. This yeah. this this was a triumph, and Zack Snyder his his vision was was seen truly and uncompromised and i enjoyed every little bit of it and i want to see more yeah yeah so i what was it chris do they say that 80 percent of snyder or the 80 percent of the theatrical release was a rewrite of whedon yeah right so i'm gonna say 20 percent that wasn't the rewrite that was the best parts of the theatrical release. It, it seems like it more and more likely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a good place to end it. I mean, realistically speaking, it we is. talked about all of, you know, all the aspects of this, uh, of this amazing movie. And yeah, we're, we're in this great little final, this final moment where, you know, we've taken, we've taken these characters and we've really seen them to their point where they've joined to each other. They've reached their potentials, but they're ready for more. There's a future interesting left for them. I am. I want to see where these some of these characters go in the future, and I hope that the buzz and all the support and everything works out well for Zack Snyder for him to somehow, 
you know, bring this universe back to fruition. I agree with you. I have the same hopes and dreams as, as you when it comes to, uh, you know, seeing more of this through um, Snyder, um, Zack Snyder's vision. I think it's, um, thank you. Thank you so much for completing this and thank you for giving this to us. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with you. This is a great um, moment for us to end. We thank you guys for joining us, um, for listening to us as we pick apart the, the different sections, chapters of uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Appreciate always when you guys tune into us and um, give us your love and support. Yeah. I and mean, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get, remember, guys, you can't stop the signal. See you guys. All right. Bye-bye.